Um, hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Whose song is that? Hello, 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 hello. Wait, is that India Ari? I have no idea who that is, so don't even... Don't even... But it, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Um, hi, everyone. I hope all is well. Life is... Life is good. I mean, given that we're still in the pandemic that we've been in for over a year. Uh, um, and reports are saying, let me stop. The streets are saying we're going to be in this until 2024. <laughs> but I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Look, I, I rebuke you. The devil is a lie. But um, yeah, I hope everything is all is well with everyone and everyone's doing good. Um I wanted to come in and just pop in and do a quick little podcast on, um, I guess, like, the financial, like, America and the financial state of its people, and just, like, it's really going to be, like, a rant. (laughs) A rant on the tomfoolery that I have to experience on a daily basis that I'm getting really, really sick and tired of. Like, I mean... I feel like it's relevant, right? Like, it's about business. It's just about life, right? It's like life lessons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just about life, right? Like, and what I feel. So, anyway. Um, okay, so, boom. I'm sitting here, and I'm, so today I'm, like, going through, like, a bunch of different, in between my cleaning and prepping, and um, I have this thing now, like, because I have this terrible habit of buying a lot of groceries, <laughs> And then they just start to wilt in the refrigerator because my my week sometimes becomes uh, really, really busy. And so today I started this new thing where I just go in the refrigerator and uh, whatever's in there, I just cut it up and we're going to make a stir fry. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's not relevant to this, but whatever. Um, today's about money, right? And so I was watching this podcast, which I feel like is was very important. And it was talking about um, the middle class in America. And how the middle class um, makes um, the median income is $68,000. And they were doing a breakdown of, they were doing a breakdown of expenses. And they were like, you know, $12,000 goes to your rent and $15,000 goes here. And, you know, just kind of like showing us where um, the money goes in terms of, um you know, like where people spend their money, you know, they're, if you make $68,000, where's your money going, right? And so a part of that conversation was, um, let's see what we got, was, so their breakdown was the average annual cost, right? So like if, they, if you're, the median income is $68,000 and the average um, the annual average cost of housing would be like $10,000, a little over $10,000 a year. Transportation is like $9,000 a year. Taxes, um, almost $8,000. Uh, utilities and other things like that, um, again, uh, $7,500 a year. Food, about $6,700 a year. Social Security, about $6,000 a year. Like, so they're just basically giving you a breakdown of what, where money and things are going. So as he went down um, the list, I was a little, um, I became a little bit annoyed because when I look at the list, right, most of that is going to things to costs that we cannot avoid, meaning housing, transportation, taxes, utilities, food, security, social security, health care, um, you know, if you got debt, debt repayment, um, um, 
cash contributions, um, just whatever, right? Like medical bills, whatever. Like just, I mean, that's healthcare, but just like any little thing. And his, maybe guys, I was so like triggered. His um, idea was, well, you need to, when, when, when you do all the cost breakdown, you don't have money, a lot of money to, um, to, what do you, what do you mean? You don't have a lot of money to save or to invest. And so I said, okay. So I went back to the list and I took a list. I I tried to, I, I wanted to take a look at what I felt was, um, uh, unnecessary cost right so like this the food budget is about like sixty seven hundred dollars and then into so the only things that I could see that had that that are not direct costs that are that can be like taken down with like the food budget and entertainment budget so I said the t- entertainment bu- budget is about twenty six hundred dollars <sighs> and his thing was stop buying Starbucks start making your cup of coffee at home um and s- basically cutting back on the things you like so you're able to invest your money and you know I'm a person that like I'm extremely I like to believe I really am really financially responsible um not when it comes to food though right because like I don't in terms of like I shop at Whole Foods and everybody but oh it's so expensive I'm like yeah it is expensive to shop at Whole Foods but the quality of the versus the quality of the goods and things um, in terms of like the fruits and vegetables and things like that stuff that I eat a lot is like fruits I'm really heavy on fruits um are the quality is better and I just like whole foods period you know so <laughs> um I probably can save a couple hundred dollars a year but when we live in a society where we work so hard right a lot of our lives a lot of our life does not um belong to us right and we just what's our average schedule let's just say let's just take the average schedule i would believe would be from nine to five right so that's nine to five monday through friday and some of us do weekends some of us do overnights but let's keep it let's just keep it um let's just keep it right so that's if you do nine if you do how many hours is that 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So that's 8 hours a day. So 8 times what? Uh, 5 is what? 45? Oh, God. <laughs> if anybody come for me, it, we're going to have a massive issue, right? So 8 times 5 is 40, right? And so that's 40 hours a week. And then if you do 40 times 52, which is 52 weeks in a year, that's about 2,080 hours in a, you know, right? And so, 2,080 hours. And so, I'm not sure how many hours is in a year. So, let's Google that, right? So, how many hours are in a year, right? There are 8,760, right? So, then we can take probably, you know, if we sleep six, seven hours, eight hours a day, we can, you know, but just working period you got travel time probably an hour hour and a half two to two hours to get to work and then the same thing to come home a lot of our life does not belong to us and I'm gonna be very honest about that and I felt like that for a really long time and sometimes you know it sounds good to say to someone yeah you you know you could save an extra fifty dollars um by not drinking Starbucks every single day um 
I remember some girl was like, she, her latte costs whatever, and then when she did the math, she spent six hundred and something dollars at Starbucks a year. And I, and for me, on a personal level, I just was like, okay, right? And like some people was like, oh my god, that's so ridiculous. You know, you skimping on Starbucks is not going to make you rich. You skimping on these things is just not going to get you where you want to be. And I think we need to stop having the conversation about the symptom and address the problem. America's cost to living is way too high compared to what people are making. America, more than half, 70% of America lives in poverty and are poor. We don't have a middle class. Our middle class are barely hanging on, right? And so they're living paycheck to paycheck as well. So when you come to me and you tell me, oh, well, cut something out of your life that you like. Stop going to the movies. Stop eating out. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I work all fucking day. And you want, like, it's like, why do I have to cut the things I love? Why is the cost of living extremely high? I live in New York City, right? The average cost for, uh, like, the new, like, so, like, apartments are getting crazy. Gentrification is crazy. Even in Brooklyn. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, you cannot get in a, a two-bedroom apartment less than $2,000. I mean, to live in Bushwick, which is the ghetto, okay? Which is, like, ghetto hoodie slums, okay? And, and... <laughs> It's like $2,500 for a two-bedroom apartment right now. And that's not even renovated. Like, the renovated apartments, they want $3,500, $4,200 for a two-bedroom apartment. And so you really have to think about how does any of that make sense? Or why is that even relevant? Like, some people be like, well, oh, well, that's just the way it is. But why do I have to cut what I like? If I like having the Starbucks, if I like shopping at the Whole Foods, if I like having all of these things, why does that matter? Why should I have to continue to give... Like, I think what I'm saying is, like, I we have one life to live. And the thought of me continuing or the thought of me not living my life the way that I want to live because I'm trying to save a dollar for tomorrow that is not guaranteed or because, like, not adding in some sense of happiness. If you love Starbucks, have Starbucks. If you love going to the movies, go to the movies. If you love eating Chinaman, eat the Chinaman. Everything has to be within reason. The problem is, is that like the cost of living is so damn high that you have to cut the things that you love. And this is why we have so many people unhappy, so many people scamming and scheming and wanting to do so many different things in order to make money. And some people are getting upset about it and it's like, oh, but you're scamming, you're scheming, you're stealing or, you know, you, uh... Uh, people walking around unhappy and just frustrated and, and we, we don't understand. It's just because, like, our life is not ours. You're not going to tell me to give you all of my life, give you more than half of my life, right? Like, I'm going to work for a company 30, 40 years and do all of these things, right? And the people don't take into account the hours you sleep, the hours for transportation, four hours a day you're doing in transportation. Like, it's a lot. And if you don't want to go home and cook, it's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is that the cost of living is too high and they don't pay us enough. It doesn't make sense. We now live in a society where having roommates is going to be normal. That gentrification should... The only reason why New York City's rent is so high like that is because people moved in, these anchor babies, that's what they call them. These people moved in to New York City, right, for these companies and things like that. 
and they are living in apartments and they're renting them out. And landlord said, oh, the same apartment that I was getting for a two-bedroom apartment for $1,400, I can now rent for $2,400 and each person is going to give me $1,400. They don't give a shit about the fact that like these people are moving in, ruining, ruining our city. And then the people who live here, the people who keeps it running on a daily basis, can't afford to live here. But everyone wants to talk about, oh, well, I mean, come on. Uh, stop be, stop getting our Starbucks. Uh, stop getting our Popeyes. Stop, you know. Always want to treat the problem. I see the same thing when it comes to the tipping system. In America, we have a problem with tipping, right? Like, the issue isn't tipping. The issue is this, society says that we have to tip. It's like a culture of you have to tip. And I'm going to be very honest with you. A lot of these waitresses and people, they're horrible. They're not good, right? When you just give somebody, tip it should be because you did such an amazing job. I want to give it to you. Not because I have to give it to you. But we live in a society where we allow people, right? Companies to pay these people dirt and then say, y'all need to tip them. Am I not already paying for the meal? Everything needs to be priced accordingly and appropriately. We shouldn't get mad at people who don't want to tip. We should get mad at the fact that they're allowed to pay these people $5 an hour, $2 an hour, $8 an hour, when our minimum wage is $15 an hour. The problem isn't minimum wage, right, either, right? So for the people who work at McDonald's who are making fits and all that, the problem isn't minimum wage. It's the cost of living doesn't make sense. The cost of living is continuously going up, right? And that's just on a basic utilities, phone, right? We need these things. Utilities, phone, housing costs, they're going up. But our pay isn't. And as soon as we get a pay increase, everything else goes up too. So if we give everybody in the, in the store, tw- making everybody, everybody in the store is making $20 an hour, well, that milk, I remember when I was a kid, a gallon of milk was $2.50. A gallon of milk is ridiculous. I don't even drink milk anymore, but I went in the store, the gallon of milk was like $5.99. I don't even buy gallons of milk. I literally buy quarts and I only drink coconut, like almond milk. And I don't drink it, but I have almond milk or I have the coconut milk. And those are quarts, right? And just four quarts in a gallon, right? Or four liters. Okay, whatever. And. <laughs> Don't come for me. And I paid $3.99 for that. When the cost of living goes up, the problem isn't minimum wage. The problem is the cost of living doesn't make sense to the average, like, to the average person. The cost of living is catering to probably 10% of our, of our, of American, of, of, of the Americans. I went, I was listening today to, uh, I was watching a YouTube video and they were talking about California, how people are moving out of California, all of the businesses are moving out of California because the taxes doesn't make any sense. Everyone's moving to Texas and all these tech companies moving to Texas because Texas doesn't have personal income tax and they don't have all these different things. And um, then they brought up New Jersey and they said, because you know, cost of living in California is outlandish. Like it doesn't, we, 
the lady said she started her business, her taxes she had to pay was 40-something thousand dollars. It was way too high. So she moved to Texas. So she said, New Jersey depends so much so on their rich residents that one uh, that one billionaire or somebody moved out of New Jersey to another place so so much so that they had to they depend on them taxes so much that they had to amend amend their tax decree or something like that like their how they their budget because the person moved out and now they're not getting a, a large sum of money Our society is catering to people that are not the average the average Joe. If only 10% of our community can afford to pay $3,500 and not make sense, you know, in order for you to pay $3,500 a month in rent, you have to be making at least $10,000 a month. The average American and the average New Yorker is making anywhere between $1,200 after taxes to $2,400. Maybe let's even be generous and save $3,400. They can't afford to live in a space like these these new high-rises and things like that. They can't afford that. It does not make sense. But everybody's getting upset about these businesses don't want to pay. These businesses don't want to pay more on, on minimum wage. Well... <laughs> It wouldn't. It wouldn't benefit you. It, you stop treating this. This. The. This. It's a symptom. The system isn't backed on anything, and, and to raise the minimum wage, all they're going to do is raise the cost of living again. So the conversation needs to be: What is going on with this system? The system does not work, and this is ridiculous. How can we fix this? Because the average Joe, the average human, the average person, right? And even people in middle class, like I know people in middle class who live paycheck to paycheck. It is not mandatory for you to have two grown adults in your home. Shit, even three. It's almost mandatory to have roommates now. That shacking up roommate shit is ridiculous to me. I don't I don't like the idea of it because I like living by myself. Like I like not having like I don't wanna live with I don't I find the whole culture just to be odd and weird. Like I don't I don't wanna live with my family. You think I'm gonna go wanna live with human? Another random human, but some people be like, oh well that's just how it goes. That's why these people are moving out, right? And then who's left to pick up the pieces? Because then when these, when these people who, don't, who got money leave, then what happens to the rest of us? Then the restaurants don't have enough staff. Then the people who work here who keep it going, we can't afford the rent. Their landlords is crying for rent. In the middle of a pandemic, my, rent, my landlord's like, she wants to raise, she told everybody she wants to raise the rent $300. In the middle of a pandemic. And everybody's like, are you kidding me? make it make sense you know I I just like like for me it's it's less about the people you know it's it's, it's less about I, I don't care about I want people to be happy 
people really like what they like. And I don't want people to have to always cut back on the things they like just to try to survive. I'm, I'm tired of people just surviving. That has become the norm in America. I want people to thrive. I want people to patronize their local restaurants. And if they want to eat there every day, let them. Why should I have to give so much of my life to a job and give so much of my life to just like, like 80% of my, my funds is going, you know, 85 to 90% of my funds is going directly back to some type of, you know, utility, student loans, housing costs, um, transportation, taxes, and all of these things. And then you're going to come to me and say, well, and I'm like, I don't got no money. Well, you shouldn't have had that Starbucks. You shouldn't have had that, that you shouldn't have had that cheeseburger. Well, start cooking at home. It's like, Ninja, that's not the problem. Yes, everybody, sh- I-, I feel like we should have budgets. And I feel like, you know, you maybe you can't have things every single day. But if I give you, I'm going to be very frank about the way that I feel. And you don't, no one has to agree with me. If I give you, if I give something, so much of my life, and I can't even afford something as a fucking, what do people drink at Starbucks? Cappuccino latte thing, whatever. What do they drink? What do they drink? I don't know. Some type of something? Or I can't afford to, to have, I don't know, what do people eat? <laughs> what do people eat? I can't afford to have uh, Chipotle two, three times a week. You're kidding. You got to be kidding me. We have gotten accustomed to living paycheck to paycheck and having to live without and not being able to thrive and live the life that we want to live. Right. Even though we give these jobs so much, the cost of living needs to be way down. Our economy, will, it, it doesn't make sense why an apartment would be $3,500 because now you're dependent upon two people moving in there. And any person, one person that moves in there that, that can afford $3,500 that's, they're not a part of, that's not normal. The average person does not make $10,000 um, gross a month. We have, we have become accustomed and numb to the fact that the system has been screwing us since day one. Forty hours a week and you're going to tell, and you're going to tell me I can't do this? I wake up 6 o'clock in the morning to be to work at 6 o'clock in the morning, leave my house at 6.37. I don't know, right? I'm making somebody schedule up. Leave my house 7, 7.30 to get to work for 9. I get off at 5, 5.36 sometimes, right? Let's, but let's say you get off at 5. Then you travel to work. You travel back home hour, hour and a half. The exhaustion a human being feels in their bodies and their bones People are not being realistic and people are being mean. And this elitist attitude towards our society and towards millennials, because millennials said, I refuse. People will never understand the conversation. See, when something is new, it's like, look at them. They're stupid. No, because what millennials, are, they're, they're the first generation to try it. So there's going to be some type of somebody. There's going to be a, some, some hard lessons that have to be learned. But the idea is correct. Why should I why should I do backbreaking work and why should I be a slave to something that doesn't make sense that doesn't serve me or why why should I do 
It's not that millennials are saying they don't want to work. Like, I don't want to do backbreaking work. I don't see what the problem with that is. There, there's somebody for everything, right? We need garbage men. We need this. We need that. But there's reinventing the workspace is important. I work with a lot of companies that has a lot of millennials and startups, and they the culture is cool. It's more laid back, and it's less frustrating. They provide most of that Starbucks and chips and cookies and food and drinks and alcohol, like all of that foolishness during the day. I'd be laughing. I'd be like, must be nice. Must be nice. You know? But that's not the point. The point isn't about food. It's about it's about having to put oneself on the back burner because you have all of these other expenses that need to be paid first. Greed. This is a conversation about greed. Why should the restaurant company be paying $5 an hour per, per person? I find that to be disrespectful. That's not even, that's not even like, that's not right. Yo, I got these. Yo, let me tell y'all. Anyway, that's pretty much all I wanted to say was like, what I've been saying the last 20 minutes. (laughs) If, I don't expect. If the idea of being a millennial, forget being a millennial, if the idea of not having to work hard and do all of this, like, ridiculous work and, and, and killing ourselves for a job and wanting to spend more on our self-help and um, taking care of ourselves um, and feeding our souls, our minds, our bodies, and our spirits is a problem for some people. And we're saying, I'm saying, are you dumb? Because I'm a person that, like, I want to live well below my means, whatever my means is, so that I'm able to do things like shop at Whole Foods, go on lavish vacations, and it means nothing to me. But the way New York City is going, it's a $3,500 apartment for a two-bedroom apartment today, but then it's a $3,700 apartment for two tomorrow they're not they're not lowering the rent these people that lived here and that was doubling up they're moving to different places because they have because why would we first of all all the amenities in America, New York City is done right like there's no Broadway the, the, all the things that made New York City so appealing is gone and now all of the things that made it so great. A, a lot of our restaurants are closed. You can't go out. There's no nothing to do. So a lot of these people that moved here, that was a part of this gentrification, have now are now moving out. And instead of instead of it leveling out the playing field, like okay, well, this is what we're gonna do. New York City said. We're not really, we're not lowering this rent from thirty five hundred dollars for a two bedroom apartment. What we're gonna do is, hey, come here, yeah, you. Oh, you wanna live here? Cool. Yeah, we'll give you two three months rent. Two, we'll give you two three months free for rent. Yeah. Mhm. 
Because the thought of taking a two-bedroom apartment and getting rid of at least, at the very least, $3,500, I mean $500, is, is ri- like ridiculous to them. Buildings in New York City aren't allowed to be, um, these like, and they're still building, aren't allowed to be empty more than 40%. And most of them are. They have a very low occupancy rate, and I've been seeing them moving out. It's been really, really crazy. Hundreds, thousands of of restaurants have closed. One of my favorite restaurants is closed. And I was so vexed about it the other day. I think... I think the idea, I think the idea of us as a whole, as a people, continuing to let the elite rule our lives and control our lives, and we kind of just like, just go with it, right? Because we have a small percentage of us who can't afford to live that life. And so we're like, oh, well, I mean, it's not that bad. We just got a budget. And it's like, yeah, we do just got a budget. But if a budget means that I can't do the things that I want to do, I can't even afford Netflix. I mean, shit. Or whatever it is that you like, right? That I'm not... My life isn't to, to work. My life is my own. And unfortunately, I've been put into a society where I'm a slave to the system. We all are slaves to the system because we all have to make a living. And we all have to pay utilities and housing costs. Right? And the only way to do that, if you if you don't come from excuse me, a well-to-do family, is to work. So we're all slaves to the systems in one form or another. And then I'm gonna be your slave, and you're gonna tell me I can't be a. <laughs> I want my star. I can't be. I'm Starbucks, and don't think this is about Starbucks. I don't even drink Starbucks, but this is about just not being able to be to to live your life the way that like my life belongs to someone else, and we're not addressing the issue. So to tell me as as a as a slave, okay, because that's what we are. We as the people are slaves. And gonna tell me you don't pay me enough for gonna tell me. Me. Okay. I. Yes, I. Need to stop, you know, doing whatever it is that I love or some part of that because after I pay all my bills for the week, the only thing I got left is um, $120. And I'm like, shit. I'm about to take $50 of that and do this. It is now going to be mandatory, and I mark my words, that every American, okay, has two forms of income. And when you let people bully you into a corner and then you let them do that, this is why, this is why, and you let people bully you in a corner and you let them do that to you, and, and, an injustice to one is an injustice to all. Because right now, the, the problem may not be at your door, but eventually it will spread like everything else. 
Okay. And so, where does it end? When do we say stop? This is why the people in Bali had an issue with that girl, right? And they were saying, oh, it's a black thing, it's a this. From what I watched, I don't think that's what it was. It's exactly what they said. The same way it happened in America and it happens in other countries, they specifically said they don't want no one coming over here, right? Because my dollar bill in Bali is probably like, I don't know, $30, right? So my dollar's going to go way further in Bali than it would do here in America. But the problem is if a lot of us start to move over to Bali, what happens to the, the native people of Bali? When gentrification starts to happen, when people who can afford to live a better lifestyle and they can live remotely and work remotely, what happens to the people in Bali? They get priced out. And so they specifically told her they want her to leave. And I understood what they were saying. Because the same thing that they were they were afraid of experiencing there is the same thing that here in New York City we're experiencing. New York City's always been expensive, but it is outlandish now. When I say outlandish, I mean a, a two-bedroom apartment was just fifteen hundred dollars four or five years ago. No, like, yeah, like three years ago. The all of these goddamn high-rises and condos and. I don't know, mixed income buildings, which is really fake mixed income, because that's another story. We should do an entire podcast on that. Start coming up, and these these people, right? Start moving in. These white people start moving in, and they, two and three of them, and mommy's paying their rent, and they're, they're getting roommates, and they're doing this, and they're willing to pay... $5,000 for a four-bedroom apartment and $5,500, dollars They don't care, right? Because they're, then they're going to do all of these different things. And then it's like the native people of New York now cannot afford to go anywhere. So if you have an apartment in New York, right, and you're a native in New York, you have to now keep your apartment because there is nowhere else you will go unless you move out. Gentrification is a problem everywhere. But I understood what the people of Bali were saying. We all want... And everything is tied together, right? So it's not just about, like, gentrification brings what, right? It brings cost of living to go up, housing prices to go up, this, 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 and this, right? And so, again... The whole point of this cast, this podcast, is to say what? And this is not me going to say. I'm not going to say. I would, excuse me, I would never say to someone, oh, well, you just need to make more money. Like, y'all just broke. Y'all ain't got it. Like, y'all just need to know how to make, y'all need to just make more money. But what happens when that's not an option? Because, again, anytime a business raise your, give you a raise, the cost is coming from someone's going to pay for that. Our economy is based on nothing. We pay so much taxes in America. We do so much. And I don't know about the rest of America, but I know places like California, Texas. Like, I know, let me speak for New York. We pay a lot of money. 30% of our income goes right back to 
to the man. Okay. And then to have during the pandemic, us not even being able to get a decent, you, you telling me to stop working, knowing damn well all of us live paycheck to paycheck and then going to have the nerve to act like we was begging when we was asking for stimulus check when Canada was giving their residents $2,000 a month until this shit is over. When you slave me out like a whore, pimp me out like a whore, and then when I come back, like, yo, all them benefits I've been paying for, like, like I need I need help, and you're going to tell me no. And then drag me for nine months, and then give me $600. And then going to say, why y'all ain't got no money saved? What's y'all problem? Y'all need to go back to work. None of y'all don't want to work. I'm confused. Like, I, I don't understand why y'all let these people play with y'all. Ain't nobody saying what, like, you told me not, you, you closing down businesses. If most of us, most of us put, like, we, we do service work. Everybody, everybody don't care what kind of business you got is doing service work, okay? They have done these gyms and the, they have done the restaurants, like, like, I don't even, like, the restaurant industry deserves some type of compensation or some, a tax break, that they don't have to pay, like, to be deferred. They don't have to pay taxes for the next two years. It's terrible they done. They have done the, the restaurant industry. And then the blowback is, again, the people. Because now you don't have the restaurant workers, right? You don't have the restaurant workers. You don't have the busboys, you don't have the waiters or the waitresses. You don't have them. That's people out of work. Because we don't need you because our, our restaurants are closed. Or our restaurants are open, but we only need the cooks because they're the only ones that are needed because we not nobody's sitting down. All we're doing is delivery orders. And they sat here and told us, what did they tell us? Y'all just don't want to work. Ain't no work. Ain't no work. But again, had you been paying me properly, had we had we had the cost of living been reasonable and our pay been substantial. So even if we make fifteen dollars an hour, if our rent is eleven hundred dollars or let's just say eight hundred dollars a month, right? Something something that makes sense. That even on a minimum wage budget, see, if you, on a minimum wage budget, if you do 40 hours a week that you're able to afford and still have, right? I just, like, whatever. I just, anyway, that's my rant for today. Everything got to make sense. And none of this is making sense to me. And I'm not going to sit here and hop on nobody who don't tip because... The, the onus is on the restaurant owners, and I'm not going to sit here, okay, and tell people that work hard for their money that they can't enjoy their money and they and they need to they need to be more responsible with their money because 80, 90 percent of their check is going to somebody else. I don't work to fucking pay rent and utilities and health care costs. I just don't. And if that's the and if. And if that is what you're telling me, okay, if that's what you're telling me, that I need to be just grateful and that that's what my life will be, K, 
kiss my ass. Because I'm not going to live my life like that. You're not going to tell me that I just got to just do whatever. Like, I, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having it under no circumstances. I can't. I just can't. Are you kidding me? That my whole life is just me working and paying bills and most of my money goes out. And if I want to buy a fucking taco, well, you shouldn't have bought that taco. Them tacos is $10. $10. You could have just made that at home. And I can't just do, like, basic shit for myself. If I want to go to a spa, if I want to get a facial, if I want to, I don't know what else do people do. <laughs> yeah, I always got to check. Cause, you know, clearly, clearly your girl don't be doing. Um, your girl, your girl don't be doing much of nothing. I like what I like, and I do what I want, and, you know. But you get what I'm saying? Oh, you shouldn't have got that facial, girl. That's why you broke. I think that face was fifty, sixty dollars. You should have, you should have your own face at home. Bitch, it's not the same. Bitch, when I make my tacos, they ain't that good. Cut it the fuck out. I work all day. I'm motherfucking tired anyway. I don't want to come home and cut. I tell you, I tell you, this whole week I'm be on, and then I'm like, then I'm gonna go. Week before last, it was, it was me going to the gym, eating right, drinking my juices, doing all of this. Last week was so fucking hectic. I was I've been cooking every day for a long for months. It was so hectic this past week that I didn't have a choice but to eat out. Because I work so hard all fucking day that I'm not coming home to fucking cook. I was exhausted. Most of the time I'm passing out. Are you gonna tell me? Okay? Imagine if like I had a regular schedule. A regular human schedule from nine to five. I would be on the floor. Like, I would never cook. I'm keeping it real. Never. Because I'm tired. But I'm not going to live my life only to work and to pay bills. And everybody's getting paid and everybody's happy but me. Because you got the game fucked up. So these companies need to come up off money. The, the taxes need to be cut, cut less for companies um, so that they can pay us more money, right? Because if them just raising up the prices on the customer, that's, it doesn't make any sense. Something needs to fucking give. The government's asking for way too much money. There needs to be no personal income tax. Like, it doesn't make any sense. If I make $60,000 and I'm giving you ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 of my money because I don't got no motherfucking child, right? I'm paying $10,000 because I don't got no child, So my little $60,000 income is really like 40. And then when you save my bills, I'm really paying 30 and going to tell me, well, you should have, you could have saved, I mean, you know, about like $9,500 a year, bitch, please. Personal income tax is dumb. We need to, everybody who has, it's just dumb. If I didn't have to pay thousands of dollars in income tax, I can spend more money and do what I want and enjoy my life and still go to work and be happy. We all would be in a better space. Shit needs to stop. And don't tell me, oh, the government needs our money, bitch. Because I, I live in Brooklyn my whole life. My motherfucking street still ain't clean. But I go to Upper West Side. They, they don't got no potholes. But my ass down here in Brooklyn, I had the same potholes all my life. Don't play with me. Please don't play with me. They pick and choose where they send our money. 
So unless you're gonna take each individual neighborhood's income and fix like specifically fix shit, bitch, I don't wanna hear it. Cause the upper west side they shit fix and they solid and they streets is clean. But not me. Don't tell me always going to fixing things. In New York City, ain't nothing ever fixed. I was I was downtown Brooklyn. I was going past the precinct. And the precinct had a scaffold over them. I cannot make this up for 10, 12 years. I was passing the precinct with my brother. And I said, something looks different. And he goes, yo, word, the scaffold. I was like, oh, shit. That's how long that scaffold's been up. It's a lot of nothing going on in the city, okay? Don't tell me about the streets. We can figure that. Like, there's ways to do everything. If the politicians wasn't, they don't need to be getting paid what they're getting paid and having cars that we paying for. And I can't even, I fucking can barely, and I, I fucking know people who could barely get gas in their motherfucking car. People always talk about, oh, why are you only putting $20 in your car to people? And I be thinking, because maybe they can't afford it. Maybe they can't afford to fucking fill up their car. Maybe they can't. Am I going to be like, oh, you're a fucking bum because you can't afford... No. The system has a problem. Stop looking at the symptom and look at the system. Stop blaming people for shit that's not their fault. People are going to work. People people lazy. No, they not. They going to fucking work. They not being compensated properly. And then I get mad and tell people, oh, don't go to... Don't work at the McDonald's. Don't work. Bitch, I... Don't work at the Wendy's. Don't work at... Bitch, when I go to Chipotle... I don't go to Chipotle. So where do I go to? Find out. Hurry up. But oh damn, what do I eat? <laughs> when I go to my local taco spot, okay, I need somebody fucking there to make my motherfucking taco. Calm the fuck down. Stop telling people not to work at McDonald's because I see that line for McDonald's and Wendy's is always wrapped. Stay humble. I need everybody to do what they need to do. I need sanitation, okay? New York City's nasty. And without them, it would be fucking squalor pillow shithole worse than it is now. Stay humble. Stop telling people, oh, they need to, you need to get a better job. Everybody can't get a better job. Some people really like what they're doing or they don't, but it don't matter. Everybody can't get a better job. Stay humble. Get on my damn nerves with that bull, with that nah. I'm, t- I'm clearly, you can see I'm mad. Because everybody's just ridiculous. Everybody know everything and know nothing at the same time. Struggling to make payments on their motherfucking car. Stay humble. Want to tell people to get a better job, but you struggling. Oh, because you making a little 70, 80,000. You think you better. Bitch, but every time you go to that gas station or you want to get your car washed, you got an attitude, right? Because it ain't enough people and the line be long. But you just tell everybody go get a better, go get a job, bitch. Now you got to wash your own car. Ain't enough gas station attendants, boo. Shut up. The system has a problem. Period. It's not the people, it's the system. Because people are fucking working. If you're getting a paycheck, you're working. It's hard to stay motivated when you're not getting paid and compensated properly. When all you do is go to work and go home. And that's the end of my story. I'm done with it. <laughs> clearly, I had a clearly I had an attitude, and I do. Because I'm not finna I'm not finna let nobody play with me or finna let shame people into feeling away and tell people y'all need to do this, y'all need to do that. Don't nobody need to do nothing. The system is messed up and everybody needs to do what they supposed to do. The system is messed up. To serve and prop up the elite. And it's my last thing. Cause I keep saying that, right? The MTA said 
the MTA has a thing. Every two years, they get every. It's really every year, but every two years in New York City, they could raise the price. They have a choice to either raise the price, or um, what was it? Raise the price or something else? I forgot. And they do. And you know what they say? What they do is, one year they raise the price. The next year they, what they do? I think it's like raise the price on like monthly passes or something. It's something like that. I, I'll have to look that up. And they do. So every four years, our our MTA costs will still go up. Our MTA is still nasty. It's still dirty. They're still late. The weekends are always messed up. And they've been messed up since I was a child. Okay? But guess what? The MTA said they don't have the money. But guess what? The same year that they raised our our MTA tickets or whatever, the, the swipey, the MTA caught the cost for per ticket. Was it like 275 250 they literally gave the CEOs $1 million each as bonuses. But I thought they didn't have no money. Stop letting these people play with y'all. Like, y'all just, y'all, y'all want to argue with the people. You need to be arguing with, like, stop letting the government play with us. They play with us too much, and we just let them do it because we just feel hopeless. I don't feel hopeless. Because I will tell you, to stop playing with me. Ain't no reason why nobody in America be getting paid five dollars. Are you dumb? Do I do I need to have this conversation? When they was out here giving unemployment and it was six hundred dollars, they was giving everybody. I don't feel like people who live in Miami should be getting six hundred dollars. Maybe they should get three. Or Ohio, the cost of living is way, way, way less there than it is here, right? There was no benefit to New York. New York is already with shit. It's nothing. Make it make sense. Everything is a game and everything's a scam. And they play with the people and they pit us against each other when the reality is they're the problem. Amen. Have a good day, everybody. And just know you are loved, you are beautiful, and you are needed. But at the end of the day, don't let them play with you. Think outside the box, period. <laughs>